0: Teens, communities, clans, families, tribes, organisations, fraternities. Call them what you like, but they're here to stay. Groups of people who band together for a common reason or goal have been around for as long as humanity has, even if they go by different names. There are many logical reasons why people gravitate towards each other, Matters of birth, such as ethnicity and skin colour, can draw people together. Speaking the same language probably fits the same bill. There are also religious or political affiliations. There are people who abide by the same church or set of principles, and vote for the same party or activist group. So it makes sense for them to make allies of each other. Groups can pretty much be formed on any basis, including class dietary habits, educational backgrounds, or even which hand you write with. None of this is in any way a bad thing. Not only is it normal for people to look for support from others, I happen to find it inspiring when people club together and work towards that very goal. By and large, we're all better off when we're working together rather than separately. However, There's a certain type of behaviour, displayed by particular groups and particular people, which I don't think is normal, and if it is, I don't think it should be. There's a certain arrogance, haughtiness and snobbery, which members of just about every clique subscribe to. Of course, this doesn't apply to everyone, since most people are very pleasant and quite content to be a part of any group they consider themselves to be a member of. There are, unfortunately, still those who let their side down with their holier-than-thou self centeredness Like I say, there are people like this in every group. There are folks with white skin who consider themselves superior to anybody whose skin happens to be a different shade. There are atheists who sneer in a pitying manner at religious people, some of whom are more than happy to sneer back. Then there are vegetarians, vegans and meat eaters, some of whom have at some point reached the conclusion that their lifestyle makes them better off than anyone who dares not to follow it. This even applies to the world of health. There are people with mobility issues, missing limbs, organ dysfunctions, blood disorders, STDs, allergies, emotional problems, learning difficulties addictions, and countless other possible ailments. It strikes me as being odd how there are people who have any of these issues, or none of them, who will pit themselves against each other, as though life were some kind of competition. This is all very bizarre. There's looking for receiving and providing support with anyone who happens to be similar to you. Then, there's looking at those who are noticeably dissimilar to you, viewing them with nothing but scorn and derision, and treating them accordingly. Naive though this sounds, I'd have thought that most humans would be mature enough to spot the difference between these two sets of behaviour. People need to realise that not everybody needs to be converted to a certain way of life. It's possible for people to follow different beliefs, and to require different kinds of support and still live alongside each other harmoniously. Two ways of living are not necessarily better or worse than each other, they're just different, and different, believe it or not, is okay. It also needs to be understood that if someone genuinely needs to change or improve their lifestyle, there are more effective, more intelligent ways of helping them and supporting them other than through cynical, self-righteous aggression. Constantly reminding people of how high and mighty you think you are is unlikely to persuade them that this is the case. If you're going to froth at the mouth with outrage over how people need to change from one group to another, at least have the courtesy not to be equally shocked when they actually do. When somebody decides to adopt a different lifestyle, for personal health or moral reasons. They're at risk of being accused of hypocrisy or disloyalty against their former group. We may be unable to change things like skin colour, unless you're Michael Jackson, but there are beliefs, viewpoints and ways of living which every human should have the freedom to explore without judgments. If your group's survival depends on intimidating and manipulating its members, questions should be asked as to whether that group deserves to survive. We should remember that we are all members of one very large group, humanity. Surely this knowledge will eradicate snobbery and inspire us to work together, whatever our differences may be.